I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scoop B Boy, boy, oh man, rest in peace, Craig Mack, man, that's crazy, man, that felt good just now, that felt good, but uh, we gonna keep this thing going, Lulu, you wanna, you wanna introduce our our special guest in the building? One of our formal media a radio host colleague is here. His name is Mr. Scooby, who's not, he's been seen on CNN, CBS, Sports. I mean, hello. This is crazy. Shout out to him. How are you? What's going on, sir? Wait, I can't hear you. I can't hear you for so long. <laughs> my levels, my levels. Nah, hold on. Check the. Check the mic. Make you sure better get it right. There we go. How we doing? We good? <laughs> there we go. There we Hello. go. Hello. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. What's going What's on? What's up with you, man? Thank Tell you for me. having me. Oh, my God. Scoop B in the building. Since I met him, he's like, oh, my God. He's so cool. He's so dope. He's humble. He wants to be on. He wanted to be on our show, which I really appreciate that because actually it's an honor to have you in our yeah. show. Come on, man. I mean, I, hello. I, I'm going through the page. I'm like, I'm seeing that NBA TV and all hello. that. I'm like, wait, hold on. He want to come where? Yeah. Huh? Tell wanna... me. Tell me a little bit about how you, how, how your career started. It started at Chelsea Pier. Um, okay. My years ago, uh, I was 12. My parents, uh, my mother found about an audition uh, that was being had at Chelsea Pier, uh, and, you know, they wanted radio personalities to be part of um, this thing called 1660 AM Oswald Radio, and oh. it was broadcast at the time at Liberty Science Center in Jersey City. So I, there was an audition. The first audition was like 200 kids. Uh, I nailed the first audition. Second audition was held at uh, Dangerfield Comedy Club. I nailed it. So, like, they picked, like, eight kids, and uh-huh. the kids were, like, um, they were – we were doing commercials with the Crash Dummies. Remember the Crash Dummies back in the day? Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, so we did that, and then uh, the Nets came calling. They were going through a rebranding period. John Calipari, who's the coach of Kentucky, was the head coach of the Nets and vice president of basketball operations with the Nets. Um, mm. They were rebranding, and you know they wanted me to. They wanted a kid to come in who knew all about basketball, and you know that was my first you know big break. But I mean, I had been preparing way before then. Um, you know, my family owned sneaker stores, shoe stores, Harlem. And nice. I played and was involved with a league. My uncle uh, was the commissioner of a park in Harlem called uh, Riverbank State Park, and he was the commissioner of Citywide oh, yeah. Basketball League. So anybody who came out of everywhere that was from the city, Kenny DeJess Smith, Stephon Marbury, Mark Jackson, all those people, you know, they all knew my uncle and they all played. So that kind of set the foundation. Uh, journalism, I used to watch uh, 60 Minutes as a kid. I liked Dead Bradley. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that was kind of where – the, the foundations came and, you know, married the interest in journalism and basketball. And, you know, here I am in, in, in Brooklyn with together. you guys. Yeah, of course. Now, being that all these basketball in your family, you you never played basketball because you, you're pretty tall. I played when I was younger, uh, youth leagues, rec leagues. Um, but I realized my calling in life, uh, which was, sure, you know, relationships with athletes, you know, whether it's, you know, writing stories, whether it was the radio aspect, whether it was the TV aspect. And I kind of just followed that path. You know, once that opportunity came with the Nets, I kind of knew this is, you know, what I wanted to do in my, in my, in my purpose in life. Right. That is dope. I mean, some people got to figure it out, you know. Like, my father tries to joke with me all the time, like, oh, you want to be a basketball player? Look what, look what. I said, first of all, because he wanted me to play tennis. Did you, what? I, I played tennis briefly for a little while. But you know what's crazy is he never took me to not one tennis court. He didn't take me to not one tennis coach. So you can't ask you can't ask a teenager or you know any kid in the hood and say, "Do you want to you know play tennis?" I think um, when you talk about particularly in the hood or, or just black kids or Hispanic kids, right. people in color in, of color in general, you want to be what you see, right? You know so. Even if it's a basketball player, if it's a if it's a drug dealer, you want to see the guy that was the guy, right? Know? So you know a lot of guys, you know that guy was the was the guy who you know you you saw that formation of what the guys did on the corner, and you took that into starting a lemonade stand. Right. Uh, you you saw the guy make money from you know having a paper route. You know you, you those early formations of what you see, you carry right. those over into what you want to do. And I think you know being a basketball player. You know, right. it's more likely that you can be a lawyer than you, or that you can be a doctor. And I think, you know, for me, you know, being around it both, you know, not just broadcasting, but also, you know, working with kids uh, right. in my summers and stuff like that. Um, I think that the message has to be that there's more to life than a hoop dream. Right. You know, right. because I feel like a lot of times you see those ball players on TV, they, they, those guys are charted at 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. Right. You know, so not to, not to deter you from that. If you're good, your right. talent will make room for you. But I, I do think that there are more positive people out there. You guys are, are doing your show on the radio. Right. You know, those, that, that's something that a kid can see and say, hey, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I want to be like, I want to spin like you. Like, I, I right. think there's more positive images than just – Bouncing a ball. Right. Okay. It is. It is. But I feel like, you know, of course, now with social media and our minds being expanded, opened up to more things and we're being shown more things than usual because before – you you know, when you back in the day you got T V. Sure. You got the basic channels. You know what I'm saying? There's only but so many things you're gonna see. Yeah, but I also yeah. do think that when you talk about social media, I feel like social media supplements what you're already doing. 
Right. You know, so I, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, the work still has to be done. You may right. see the quarter you may see Eli Manning, the quarterback of the of the Giants. He doesn't post on social media, but if he did, that him being on the field only supplements right. what he's already doing. And right. I and I think that, you know, for kids out there, they have to be able to notice the difference between what's just added extra mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I look at social media as cable TV. Right. It's so much stuff, mm-hmm. which goes right. back to your point. Right. But I think at the end of the day, um, have goals. Have right. aspirations bigger than just rapping or, or, right. or bouncing a ball. Exactly. I, I just feel like you should utilize your full potential and not just lean on just that right. one thing. And that's what I feel, too. Like, a lot of times parents don't pay attention to what their kids are really good at. Like, if my father – paid attention to the fact that I'm just a personality, he might have pushed me to, but instead, you know, certain parents growing up in urban communities, of course, they push certain things on you. They push the city jobs on you. They push, oh, be a cop, be a, be a fireman, be a, you know, you know. I I think, I think that, um, my white counterparts Mm. where and, and maybe, well, yeah, I'll say that with white counterparts, a lot of times, their parents may have the funds to support a person's dream versus right. your parents telling you, get a job, be right. realistic. I, got, I, was, I was speaking at Ohio University last week right. uh, at, at, the, uh, at their Scripps School of Journalism, and, I was, and they asked me um, what advice I would give to a kid who wants to pursue their dream. And I, you, I, I referenced the, the film Sister Act 2. Mm. And oh. the part where, wow. you know, Lauren Hill played the role of Rita and Cheryl Lee Ralph was her mom. And so, you know, um, singing does not pay Con Ed. Singing does not pay the rent. Singing does not do this and do that. I think we don't necessarily have the same resources that other folks have right. yeah. to make things happen. But I also do think, again, that if you're talented, I don't feel that lack of job, lack of exposure, lack of um, resources should deter you from doing what is your, your God-given ability. Right. And I think there's a lot of people that look like us, whether it be woman, whether it be African-American, whether it be interest in hip-hop, whatever, mm. that kind of miss the mark sometimes because they were deterred or somebody who right. didn't follow their dream that told them what they couldn't do. Right. And they didn't go after it. Right. There's nothing wrong with city jobs. Right. But if you have a talent, why not utilize it? And, 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 and you can't skip the, 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 the struggle. You can't skip the process. Right. A lot of times I think with social media, people see the finished product or what pr- people pretend is the, the finished product. The finished, yeah. Right. And, and you, and you gotta go through that. It's, right. it's not, it, nothing worth having comes easy. Now out of, I know you've interviewed a lot of, you know, basketball players, famous people. I mean, the list goes on. But I love this Jadakiss song, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Time is up. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Which of all the interviews of whomever, any sports fan that you, you looked up to, was one of your best interviews? Well, I like Jadakiss, but uh, aside aside from that, um, I, I use this example all the time, DJ Khaled. Mm. Um, I take it back to when I was a kid, I interviewed Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. Kid. Really? Wow. Um, How was that like? I mean, it was cool. It's crazy. I went on vacation in January for like 15 days, mm. and I went, to, I went overseas and went to Thailand. And, mm. you know, when you're on the plane, you, you, got, you got a whole deck of just movies. And I was looking. It was like Honey and Shark the Kids was was one of the um, the films. I was like, damn! I was like I interviewed him. Like it, you yeah. you forget sometimes just the little things. Right. Um. So I mean, and I'll say this to you. I'm Brandon Scoopy Robinson. My podcast in and of itself 
is a time capsule of interviews that I've done from present day to mm. uh, to 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 ninety seven ninety eight when I got started. Mm. So I mean, I have I have ta- I had like a Timberland box with just tapes when I was a kid. Mm. I had tapes with like B J Armstrong wow. who played for the Bulls, uh, nice. the yeah. Kimbe Matumbo. Uh, yeah, B J Armstrong was you know because I'm a Bulls fan. There you go. <laughs> we, 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 we're here. We're here. Corner. Corner. I was a Bulls fan into Way Love. Whatever, you're just a Wade fan. (laughs) (laughs) Dwayne! I mean, but yeah, so I mean, as as far as just the interviews go, I've done a lot of interviews, but I I think there are certain ones that just hold a a, a dear place in my heart. Um, Obviously, like I said, Khaled, just because he's relevant. Um, When I was a kid, I I I did an interview with... uh, Jason Williams, mm. uh, former net. Obviously, right. you know, he got uncut and some legal stuff. Yeah. Uh, and his career was cut short by that. But, you know, we had a special bond. I mean, when you spend time with people and you interview them, mm-hmm. you know, you you, you end up uh, – there's a connection. You're sharing right. a part of you right. with someone. Um, as I was w- moving around today, uh, former net, I, when, I, when I finished college and, you know, was, was grad school and was working, I, I covered the Nets their first year in Brooklyn for a site called BrooklynFans.com. Mm. And Keith Bogans, who played for the Nets that first year, he followed me on Instagram. I was like, I remember this cat. Wow. You know, it's like you just never yeah. know what, what influence or what imprint you leave on people, right. you know, when you're, when, you're, when you're doing what you do. So, I mean, I, I could name people all day, not to brag, but – no, I mean, I think the biggest thing is being myself. You know, I'm, I'm a hybrid between sports, entertainment, lifestyle, politics. Mm. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson, I interviewed him a couple years ago. Nice. I remember when I was a kid, you know, my mom and I used to take trips to, like, Philly and Delaware, and I read his book, Gifted Hands. Nice. And, nice. Uh, you know, so, I mean, just different walks of life. There, there's a connection there. Right. Is there. Is there anybody currently that you would like to interview that you haven't had a chance to? Uh, a couple people. Uh, Jay-Z, I've, in, I've met Jay. Uh, we mm-hmm. were in the same function at the Garden. Uh, and, and Barack Obama. Obama? Yes. That's dope. Yes. So, so you, I mean, if you were a Bulls fan, I know you. Did you ever get your hands on Jordan? Um, so, funny story. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, right. uh, I used to be in the locker room all the time. Are you just playing all the stuff I like? Now you got streets that's <laughs> <just> watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just sports. I do this. But, right. no, I think. Nah, you're a hip-hop man. Of course, I am. Um, when I was a kid, uh, the Nets at the time, I covered the Nets from 97, 99 to 99, co-hosted a show with Evan Roberts from Sports Radio 66, right. w- WFAN, as well as former Net Albert King, Brooklyn okay. native, um, was in the locker room. And the Bulls were in town. Dennis Rodman was on one side. Wow. Scottie Pippen was over here. Wow. Luke Longley was on the other side. He actually gave me his sneakers. I went crazy in there. Size 16 sneakers. <laughs> wow. And um, you go in this room, and there's a room that's, like, cut off to, to press and stuff like that. And that's where, ideally, you know, you have guys like Phil Jackson that was in there. Tex Winter was in there. Wow. Um, and I opened the door. I was a cute kid. I could get away with stuff. And uh, I opened the door. It was Mike. And I froze. I know you froze. No I was gonna say, I know you froze. Um, I would have froze too. I ain't even gonna as a kid. What? I would have froze. I froze. And I was like, I looked at him. He smiled, and all I could think of was like, Yo, why aren't you in my TV? Like, like right. you used to see my. And then you think of the Gatorade commercials. Sometimes I dream, right? Yeah, that he is me. So I've met Mike. Never interviewed Mike. Uh, ran into his son at a at a um, mansion party in LA wow. uh, last month. And uh, but no, I mean, I'm glad I got that out the way. As far as you meet your, your heroes when you're younger, yeah, because everybody doesn't have that a positive experience with meeting yeah. meeting their heroes. No, they don't. 
Now, how did you get involved with like CBS? You went to a casting. How was that? How did that? How did you make that happen? The CBS so I'm no longer at CBS. I'm currently managing editor and columnist at a magazine called Respect Magazine. Okay. Um, but when I was at CBS yeah. um, for a year and some change, um, basically I, I co-hosted a, a top-rated podcast called Brown and Scoop. And basically, CBS had reached out to me back uh, in 2015. Um, they needed extra people to do some stuff for their digital content, their Instagram, their Facebook Live, their Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they reached out to me. I knew a couple people in an office, and they asked me to kind of just do uh, some new media stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, in that draft, you had, like, Carl Anthony Towns of the, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jaleel Okafor at the time was a, was a member of the 76ers. D'Angelo Russell, a Laker then, now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and, and basically, that was where the, the, the relationship kind of began. Uh, I did it with a, a, a guy named Jake Brown, who uh, we ended up having a, a top-rated podcast at CBS, and we pitched the show idea, and, um, you know, this show stuck. I mean, we went viral for the craziest of stuff. Like, we had, I did an interview with a guy named Rashawn McLeod, who played in the NBA, and he told us a story about the time that um, Michael Jordan was playing, one was was being guarded by Jerry Stackhouse. Uh-huh. And he said that during that process, during that game, Michael Jordan was singing Anita Baker's Giving You the Best That I Got as he dropped him for, dropped 48 points on him. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yo. That's. Yo, when you hear stories of Mike, like some of the stories that you hear from Mike, like, it's crazy. It's just crazy. They Even, like, stories from Kobe, like people, they say, like, when they're playing against Kobe. Oh, I have a Kobe story. Oh, my gosh. Tell me that one. So, I mean, there was this guy, some, he liked a photo of mine today, Samaki Walker, uh, former right. Laker, uh, told us about the time that he, you know, a lot of guys, they carry a lot of cash in their backpacks, and, you know, they're traveling on buses and planes, et cetera. Right. And he told me this story about the time that um, he and Kobe were taking half-court shots after practice. Mm. Kobe hit the half-court shot, so Mikey missed it. So they, he owed him Kobe $100. Usually in the NBA, if you gamble like that, you, you have like a 24-hour you know, time span. You pay the guy what you owe. Um, and basically, um, this was before PayPal, 2002. Yeah. This, was be, this was before Venmo. And or Cash App. Uh, right. And so basically, Samaki took a nap on the team bus, and he was awoken by Kobe sucker-punching him in the eye. What? And the story hit TMZ, um, hit all these blogs and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, CBS definitely was a good look. And, you know, I was able to leverage all my relationships and and turn that into viral product on the floor. So See, now, now, people, you know, people always saying how they always do the Kobe and Jordan comparison. But little do they know is that, there's an outside trainer that both Kobe and Jordan use. This guy, he wrote a book. And it's only, only three players that use this guy. Like, it was Jordan. When Jordan was playing, no, Jordan would let, wouldn't let anybody, anybody use this guy as, as a trainer. Because he didn't. Tim he, Grover. Yes. He didn't just physically train you. He mentally trained you as well. So this is why people, it, I, after I read the book, I understood why there's such a comparison with Co- Talk Kobe. Talk about the Jordan Rules book. Right. No, um, um, start, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, so um, I'm, it, I forgot the name, but yes, yeah, it's, t- it's by Tim Grover. But he talks about how he trained Jordan, how he trained Kobe, and how he trained your boo, Wade. So, 
my booze. Yeah, your boo. So, but people don't know that. People don't realize that. You like unless you read one of Tim Grover's books, you wouldn't even know. I mean, I, I think arguably when you look at basketball, I think Kobe is the closest thing to Michael Jordan, and it's not just his style of play. Obviously, right. he studied him. I think it's also a matter of um, his mentality. Yes. You know? And I, I think I think, um, I think, think what makes Kobe special also is that he's a second-generation ball player. Right. You know, he watched his father, Jellybean, who played for the, for the uh, Houston Rockets as well as the Philadelphia 76ers. He, he had that opportunity and also traveled overseas right. um, with – with his father in Italy, et cetera, et cetera. So he had time to watch tape. You know, if it wasn't watching Michael, it was watching um, Isaiah. If it wasn't that, it was it was watching Larry Bird. Uh, and I think, you know, just the studying. And I think, you know, being 18 and going to – well, 17 when he was drafted, but his parents had to sign his contract for him, his first contract. But, um, you know, having that opportunity to be a, a second-generation ball player, you look at guys like Steph Curry, you look at guys like Clay, Clay Thompson. Right. Um, all those guys are second-generation ball players and have right. been able to, you know, study under him, and under their father and see the lifestyle. Right. You know, there's a book uh, – I talked about this last week by uh, Malcolm Gladwell called um, Outliers. Mm. And they say that in order to be an expert in your field, you have to spend uh, 10 years or like a certain amount of hours before you become an expert in right. your field. And it, they broke down like Bill Gates um, as well as Steve Jobs and how they had early experiences in high school practicing, working with computers, working right. with, you know, whatever their, 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 their path is in life. And I think that when you see guys like Kobe, Steph Curry, and others kind of be up under their dad, see the lifestyle of traveling, right. you know, how to handle your money, right. um, how to, you know, b- balance hangers on. Um, right. Those are the things that you that, that, that don't translate on the court, but right. are, are lessons in life skills. Right. Even that's the same thing with the Mannings. The Mannings is a football family. The father, Peyton, Eli, yeah. is a whole football family. Oh, by family. the way, Malcolm ex-Rocket. You uh-huh. know him? He says, my bro, Brandon. He's giving a shout-out. He's watching. Brother Malcolm. On live, on my life. What it is. What well, it is. listen. Is. Now, so, let me ask you the last question. Um, where, wh- What's next for you? I know that you have a lot of things going on. Tell me what's next for you in your show. What, what are your inspirations from here to a year? Um, I can't totally speak on this particular thing, but I'll tell those who who pay attention to um, basketball video games, pay attention to a certain video game uh, next year. Okay. Woo! Okay. I'll say Clap that. Okay. And honestly, just, you know, continuing to grow. You know, my podcast, Scoopy Radio, uh, last year garnered 2 million downloads. Uh, nice. You can find nice. that on iTunes, Apple, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher App, everywhere in between. been featured Billboard, ESPN, um, Forbes, a ton of other places. I, I thank God, but uh, a testament to hard work. My, my producer DJ Manny and I, we spend countless hours just getting things moving and, and grooving. Nice. Uh, like I said, it's a time capsule. Anywhere from the shoe, the Timberland box from a kid all the way to present day. Um, as far as just what's next, uh, just continue to grow. One of the, the great things about my situation currently is I'm building my own brand. You know, and 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 being a, a new source. Uh, for things, it was cool to see you know my interview go viral last year uh, with TNT's Kenny the Jet Smith, nice. and them source Scoopy Radio as the yeah, as the interview that. source for you know where they found it. So I mean it, the sky's the limit, and you know if these networks are looking, uh, cut the check and, uh, and let's, you're available. Let's, let's, let's get it. 
Now, well can done. you tell all the viewers where they can find you? I know the Instagram, and then, like you said, you already said iTunes for your podcast. What else? I mean, you guys can visit ScoopBRadio.com, uh, where you can find it, my interviews with anybody from Pete Sa- tennis great Pete Sampras. You talked about tennis. Nice. Um, yeah. Allen Iverson, Terrell Owens, uh, attorney Gloria Allred. Her, her daughter represents Black China. Um, and, and I mean, you can subscribe to Scoopy Radio on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. Visit ScoopyRadio.com. You can visit my site, ScoopB.com. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Scoop underscore B. Uh, Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. Twitter, Scoop B. Uh, we're here. I'm in there like swimwear, and we ain't going nowhere. Like now you got to ask him the question. The one Are question. you single? I have someone special in my life. Okay, so we're going to give you the one. We're going but to it has to one. be a celebrity crush. It has to be a celebrity crush. Okay, go ahead. You're going to the SPs. The SP, I like that. You like that. The SPs, red carpet. You got to take one celebrity with you. Who are you taking? Jennifer Lopez. Oh, he, <laughs> it wasn't he said that Let's real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yo, listen. I got to say something. You're the first person, yo, the first guest that... Actually responded even before we even asked that question. Listen, that was crazy. Listen, if you talk about a, a gun, a, 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 a showdown. Quick on the draw. Quick on the draw. I've sat, I've sat, I've sat. You can find the picture on Instagram or on, uh, on Google Images. I've sat courtside with Rihanna. Um, I've interviewed Ashley Graham. I've, right. You know, they cool. J-Lo's age like fine wine. J-Lo. And uh, A-Rod is that dude. I don't I give, I give credit. Mark Anthony is too, baby, because that's... Uh, oh, he's uh, the only one that gave her babies. Well, uh, so shout out to my boo, Mark Anthony. Well, listen, we go, we go, you know how we always end the show. Ten, we, 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 we going we to skip over the loop. Okay. And we're then going we going to get into that thing. We going we to get into that... Uh, All right, Scoop, the way this goes down is that make you want to holler. It's one thing that makes you want to holler. It could be good. It could be bad. A pet peeve. Something that happened yesterday. Something that happened a year ago. All right? All right. Let's go. All right. Let's go. You started. You started. You you want me to start? Yeah, because I've been starting it since forever. Yo, what makes me want to holler. Yo, I've been fighting this damn cough for like a week. Yo. That funny weather. Yo, no, it's that hookah he be smoking up town. I think I gotta tell him to stop. No, what flavor? That. Pineapple? No, uh, no hookah. No uptown. No demon. No demon. No hookah. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. All right. What makes you want to holler? Yo, um, damn. What makes me want to holler? Like I said before, I probably said it earlier today. The fact that you know I'm gonna be shooting a commercial this Saturday. So uh, for the Korean, Korean fans, I have a lot of Indian fans. I'm gonna have some Korean fans. So shout out to me, cause you know that that no was doubt. dope. Scoop. What makes me want to holler? As in celebrate? It could be good. It could be, be, good, it could be bad. It's it something could, that you happened know, to you in the past. Some pet peeve. Um. People that always want shit. Ooh. Oh. I like that. <laughs> and, and it's not reciprocated. I like that. I like that. Y'all know he quick on the draw. For real. <laughs> he don't take forever. I like that. Uh, you already we need to know. have him more often here. Yeah. Steph Curry with the shot, boy. <laughs> you already. For real. That was quick. 
that's, that's not fair. He's an expert. He's an expert on this. We can't give him so many cre- so much credit. He's an expert. I mean, this is we're talking about hello, the creme of the creme of radio and you already media. Know. And, I, and I appreciate you guys having me on. No for doubt. Real, for real. Thank oh, you for thank you for taking time out your day. Know. You know what I mean? What did Jay say? You could have been anywhere in the world. Yep, yeah. and you're here. I appreciate Scoop that. B Radio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.